Now? Okay. Hi, I'm Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Rochelle Carson Begley. I'm Ed Begley, and this is Game Changers with Vicki Abelson. You did that really well. I, I actually wrote the name of the show incorrectly myself on the show. You did? So that's really that's scary. Right. Yeah, I said Vicki Abelson's Game Changers. That's not what it's called. But anyway, so... Hi, you guys. Hi. Hi. So I'm sorry that we're late. There was a little bit of stress because the, the little thing that holds the phone on the thing. The adapter. The adapter. The, see, this is why you need someone like Ed around because not only does he know what it's called, but he knew how to fix it. There's a price oh, for right. it, though. There's a price for everything. You'll be, you'll be sent a bill later. Trust <laughs> okay, me. so you guys have... I, I want to talk about your marriage for a minute. It, actually, the, 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 the very... the Oxbow incident? <laughs> <laughs> the very first video show that we right. did, you guys were the scheduled guests. But yeah. what happened? I got a job, I was working late. You always get jobs. Ed always, but apparently <laughs> not now. Time. No, Ed always is working. We're gonna talk about that. But so Rochelle ended up doing it with us. I did it, was, it much better without him. Trust me, no arguing. You traded up I by getting her with everything me. I said. It was fabulous. Okay, so my favorite story of the day is Tracy Newman. Hi, Tracy. Was wrote on the the thread earlier that she was at a party last night that you guys were attending, mm -hmm. and Ed came and ate, and then Rochelle came and Ed left and said, "This is the secret of our." We're doing everything in shifts, don't Let me we? Make it very clear. Somebody told me when she comes in the front door, I'll go out the back. Just give me a hand signal. Okay, so don't how... call my name out, or she'll hear it. So chase me out the back. Oh, I would care less. Are you kidding? Okay, so how long have you guys been married? Twenty-five years. Well, we've, we've been, been married. We've been, we've been together twenty-five years. Oh, I love the way they're going to correct each other. This is fantastic. We've been married since August of two thousand. Right. So eighteen years. That's a pretty yeah. long run. Well, we were together <laughs> seven me. years before that. Okay, so why the long delay getting married, Ed? Oh, you, yeah. tell you tell him. <laughs> She's a crazy witch. Yeah, he's an asshole. Maybe that had something to do with it. Oh my god! I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> but I'm is, always spitballing. This is the secret. Right. You know, but, but, but the thing about you guys that's fantastic is that you always have fun. I mean, we yes. have fun. Uh, no, at my there's, expense. There's a oh, lot oh. of this stuff going on, but you guys are always. I mean, I've seen you socially so many times yeah. and so many different things. We're gonna play ping pong on Saturday. Paul is also oh, excited. Right. Um, but but you guys, you needle each other, but there's a, there's a lot of affection and love She there. amuses me. Yes. I give her a lot of affection. It's a one-way street. You, I amuse It's he, a diode relationship. You, I amuse him, but he abuses me. All right, so, oh, yeah. Big abuse. So, all right, so tell me how you so got I abused you with the guacamole I'm, I'm, and the soup that I made for you. Oh, Please Ed, is, Ed made vegan potato, potato leaf. Potato leaf. Unbelievable, and his own guacamole. Yeah. Okay, and this house is all great. So uh, there's so many things I want to talk to you guys about. But, but, but first, all right, before we get into any of that, I want to say, yeah, I met. You got to pay the bills. Go in ahead. this very, in this very house, yeah. I met Nicole Venables, and did you she, meet her here? I met her here. Oh, she's I, wonderful. I love she's her. She's fantastic. I've known her for 25 years. I think she's done my hair for 25 years. She's she and has. I've always loved her. Your hair is amazing. She's amazing. And sometimes on Facebook they get drunk and they ask me if I want to tag my pictures as if I'm Rochelle. I just send them to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. They always think how I'm they me. think that I'm yeah, very. You're, I'm, you're me. It's when they're very high, but I'm very <laughs> happy that it happens. But Nicole is yeah. a genius. Yeah, no, she, look at our hair. Yeah. She's a genius. I can't see through mine because I need to go. My yeah. bangs are long. But and she, did you see her hairspray? It's called Hair Crush Love. Fuck off. Now is oh it my now? God, is I she, didn't ever notice that. That it's new. Wow. And you can get it at the Ruby Begonia Salon in Studio City, or you can get it at FriendsBeautySupply.com. Uh, oh, good. And all of Nicole's products are fantastic. Yes, they are. She is fantastic. She's your um, friend. Somebody wrote to, wrote to me and this week and said your hair is banging. Who does your hair? Really? Yeah. Oh, she's no, fantastic. Nicole is the best. The best and the best. and also another person that you guys I don't know if you know about Rick Smolke. Rick Smolke is. He has a company called Quick Impressions in Chicago. They're printers. Mm. Rick is the most, he's like you guys. He is philanthropic and generous and wonderful. And he puts so much of himself mm. into, into charitable causes. He has this whole initiative about the veterans, thanking the veterans mm. that he's done from his own expense. Um, he, he's made all this women who write, uh, I don't have any of it out except my tissue boxes. Tissue? But he, no, tissue no. boxes. Oh, things. And, oh. and business cards and oh, book, cool. my bookmarks and he does calendars. And, and if you guys need anything for any of your... Coffee mugs. 
he, he can make a call. He can sure. Call. Yeah. He can do so, but it. if you guys need anything for any of the stuff that you do, because uh -huh. you do so many charitable things, Rick will do them gratis because that's just you just say gratis. He will. We'll do them. <laughs> Does Rick? Do you know that? It's, yes. That you're doing it for free. He okay. will. He will do oh, them gratis awesome. for you. And if you need business cards, whatever you need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick will take care of you. You just said he's such a snore. No, Rick is a. He's like. The best. Oh, good. Yeah, I haven't even met him. She's already. I know. Thanks for so free. I just want free. Free. I love but free. But Rick, you will give Rochelle for free. I don't even know. Rick, he please. Will. That's the biggest mistake you can make. <laughs> you give her one thing, she want a hundred. No, but but he would love to do that for you. He really will. And um, behind the cameras, our director of photography, Christina Guzman. Yay, Christina. Yay, Christina. Christina. Who like wasn't feeling well and like came out anyway because Aww. she's wonderful. And, she's and a pro. She's a pro. That's yeah. right. Whoa. She's a pro. I'm looking. Look, oh, look at how nice we look. You Are you happy, nice. Rochelle? Let me see. So, she's so we're getting happy, up. No, it's not. Pissed off. I'm less pissed off. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm looking to Sue Kalinsky's watching. Hi, Sue. Um, do you guys know Sue? Hi, no. Rick. Um, uh, you don't. Oh, you need to. She's very funny. She's oh. a, a hysterical comedian. Peg is watching. Susan's watching. Oh. Walter's watching. Hi, everybody. Hi, um, everybody. Wait, is anybody asking us a question? Um, Does this right. sweater make me look fat? That's all I'm looking at. <laughs> no. Does this table make me look fat? <laughs> All right, I think it's this. All right, so let's. Studio City make me look bad. All right, so let's get back to you guys. So, 25 years ago, how'd you meet? Well, we actually met before that. We met in 1990, which is some 28 years ago. We met Maurice Lamarche introduced us. We didn't exactly hit it off. No. Oh, well, tell. Well, I want to hear about that. Okay, I'll tell you my version of okay. the story. Okay, go ahead. So it doesn't matter what well, I. Yeah, he says she. He, no. he calls me one night. Um, uh, we had wait, sort of planned. Wait, how did he call you? Well, I gave him my phone number. There we go. Carry so on. I gave him my phone number. Wait, wait. The initial meeting. What's the initial meeting? Well, the initial meeting is through our friend. We went for coffee, and we were. It was fine. You know, but it yeah, was, there's no problem there. No she problem. gave me her phone number. I got her phone number, I believe. But then he calls me. He calls yeah. me on, at nine, roughly around nine. Now it's nine. Wow, it just keeps changing. <laughs> seven thirty. It's eight. Was it ever seven thirty? In the morning. Yeah, no. The last time oh. she told it, even it was eight thirty. And now it's two thousand thirteen. It was nine thirty, almost ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun. It, it was, was late. Fucking thirty. It was late. No, <laughs> it wasn't. You're out of your I mind. I happened. This to is how this a tape recording of you telling the story. Eight thirty just within the past month. It was never nine or nine thirty. So now it's become. This eight. wasn't sort of why we hung up on the time. The All time right. was late. It was late. The point being. He calls me, asks me out for uh, to go out. I'm like, sure, when? He says, tonight. Is that the way it happened, though? It just went like that. When do you want to go out tonight? It happened like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't like I'd like to go out sometime and such and such. Hey, act of spontaneity. I just got off work. So what about tonight? Whatever. That's a little bit different. Okay, so we're going to have a big fight now. So, okay. <laughs> anyway, the bottom line is I said this is completely inappropriate. No, you didn't say that. You said it's highly inappropriate. Okay, highly inappropriate. <laughs> and that was and the when, end of that. Oh, and she was like, she didn't say it like that at all. She said there was a big pause after I said, well, you know, the, an act of spontaneity. You want to go out tonight? Yeah. A big pause. Well, I think that's highly inappropriate. <laughs> and she was pissed. It was clear. There was an enraged woman on the other side. Went, whoa, bullet dodged. You know, whoa, okay, very sorry. Tear up number. Sorry, I'm I, way out of line. You very didn't sorry. tear up a number. I totally tore up. Did you tore up a number? Tore it up. This I'm is 28 years ago. 28. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. So, you, and so there was no coffee. No. no coffee, nothing. No, no. coffee. She was you don't crazy. call me the same night. Okay, so now what happens three years later? Well, what happened was I moved away, moved to Toronto with someone else, and a lot of that went, whatever, I came back. And uh, I had done a... Uh, Do you think about each other in those three years? Yeah, I saw... <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I saw I a couple of pictures. I saw Fatal Attraction and I thought about her. <laughs> I saw somebody pop out of the tub, and I thought it was done for. I thought of her. I did think about him. I did more than once. Yeah. He was dating a very famous actress, and I went, oh, oh wow. come on, God. No, I really said it. Who was it? it wasn't me. Who was you it? You have to look back in the. Oh, come on. Who was it? I don't know what she's talking about. Who was it? Bottom line is. Okay. So, he, uh, so I thought, good. Uh, well, that's good. Oh. I didn't go there, and that okay. was just as well. So, All right. move here, go on a river rafting trip. Uh, for Friends of the River, wonderful organization. I don't know if they still exist, but they clean up the yeah. California. So, in other words, Rochelle, you were already an activist before you met Ed. I was 
Named after shut the Okay, tip. Named after Rachel Carson. Okay, so tell the story. I'm named Shlomo. So tell tell who I went on a river raft. Wait, wait. Tell who who you named after Rachel Carson. Explain who she is. The mother of the environmental movement, for the most part, you know, exposed DDT. Wrote a book called the. Uh, Silent Spring. I, I do remember it, and that was um, and, and why, basically so persecuted. The irony of naming her after Rachel so, Carson so you, intrigues uh, me. It's like so, naming me after Ellie Weasel or something. You know? So your so, so your parents were activists? No, not really. My dad was a, a environmentalist. He really was. Okay. He was a Republican from Georgia, wow. who farmed and cared about the environment. How is that? Seems like a contradiction. No, to me. he conserved. He was a conservative conservative, and he really loved the land. He wow. was. A what were some of your environmental activism though, before that? I'm just curious because you named after Rachel Carson. So before I had you taking the bus and cooking up tofu, what was it like? Just I took a river rafting trip. Okay, so okay, there we go. The river. Took a river okay. rafting trip. Okay. <laughs> It was an incredible organization and I wanted to give back. They were this doing like a really fundraiser. Yes. And I was a volunteer and Ed was the MC that night. So I go to this fundraiser and I see Ed there and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should, you know. Yeah, and, and are you still kind of pissed at him because he no, invited just, you? No, there was a no. moment of, I don't know if I should go there, you know. Okay. But as soon as we, uh, if I said hi... Um, it was like uh, fatal attraction, <laughs> right? She was a volunteer, all right. That's all yeah. I'm <laughs> oh my God. So, so did you ask her out again, Ed? Were you a little gun-shy? We, we, we kind of hit it off. Yeah. Well, so, but w were you a little gun-shy after she like rejected you the first time? I was knife-shy. I was so much gun-shy. <laughs> Broken no. glass shot. No, seriously, did you did you have hesitation or just go for it again? No, I dove into you it. We dove. were we I was dove very attracted in. to to her, and we hit it off, and we've been together ever since. Yeah, we're just about, yeah, okay. Whatever. We split up a lot the first yeah, three did. years. You did. You yeah. did. We split up about twenty times yeah. the first three years. Uh, really? Uh, we yeah. worked. We had some bugs to work out. <laughs> yeah. And I see you've done that beautifully. <laughs> <Haven't we? laughs> Not a bump in the road anyway. Honey, if no. you, we can do it, you can do it. Okay? I know, I think it's really you wonderful are. because you guys are completely yourselves with each other and you accept each other exactly well, as you are. Well, yeah, it depends on the time of day, but whatever. Yeah. All right, so... Let's just sit here and be quiet. Yeah. Okay, so, and you guys have worked together as well. It's vaguely asked for one. Yeah. But yes. So, so... Tell, so tell us about that. Tell us about Big Leos. No, without, living what, with Ed. Oh, living with Ed. That yeah. came first. Well, we yeah. worked on a lot of other things that I would beg and borrow. I'd say, oh, here, you're doing this movie? Give me that script. Let me see if there's anything in it for me. That's how NYPD I... NYPD Blue, I directed an episode. She was wonderful in it. We were lucky to have her. I auditioned. I auditioned. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I auditioned three times for that show, and uh, yeah, for him twice. <laughs> <laughs> and you were already a couple? I love that story. They yeah. wanted to. They weren't going to hire my wife no, or anything no. like that. Right? No. And she had to come in and read. Read. Which I'm fine with. I think we, you know, I'm fine with it. Okay. But so the bottom line is, but I, but we did do a show for three years called Living with Ed, which was about the way we live, the environment, and we lived in a little house up the street that mm -hmm. was a retrofit, you know, 30s home that Ed put solar panels and everything was eco, and it was sort of like. Green Acre-esque. Yeah, it was you know? a very green home, but more of an afterthought. It wasn't built like this place from the ground up with green design, you know, intrinsically put into w it. W right, with the with the con. Yeah, you built it yeah, for that. Built it by design. Right. With passive solar alignment with the sun and what have you, and big thick walls and everything that you can do with a modern house. You can do a lot now. You can only take a 1936 home like we lived in before so far, and then you're got so technology. And what what what. Uh, your, your father was a famous actor. Yes. Ed Bagley, a, a phenomenal actor. <clears throat> yes, he was. Did, was, he an, was he an environmentalist? He never used the word environmentalist, but he was one in many ways. He lived through the Great mm -hmm. Depression. He was the son of Irish immigrants. He was a conservative that liked to conserve. Those people exist. That's you know? so like my dad. That's yeah. so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Just like her dad. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Married my father. Hello. <laughs> so, so, but, you're, but, Freud, but, but you Dr. guys Freud. are not conservatives. We are not. You, no, you no, conserve, no, no. but you are not no, conservative. No, no, yeah. au contraire. <laughs> but I certainly adhere to a lot of those principles, or Teddy mm -hmm. Roosevelt kind of principles. Such and, as it. Carry a big stick. You know, 
<laughs> to speak softly and characteristic, I suppose. But no, uh, I'm thinking more about his protection. He started the National Forest uh, Program in America. We have National Forest because Teddy Roosevelt mm -hmm. said whoever, so? the son of a bitch who did this should roast in hell when he saw all the clear cutting and what have you. That was Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Oh, no, I wish they would remember we, that stuff. He started the national parks that we have, Yellowstone and Yosemite and all wow. that. Started by Teddy Roosevelt. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, at what, so what, what kicked off your activism? For both of you, what, For me, personally. it was living in smoggy L.A. I grew up with mm -hmm. the smog, so mm -hmm. if you grew up in Beirut or, you know, somewhere like that, you might want to work for the peace process. I grew up in smoggy L.A., so I wanted to work to clean up the air. And they said in 1970, we're going to have Earth Day and, you know, we're going to try to clean Something food. had, did something personal, was it, was there it anything? It was personal. You couldn't sit in this chair, forget about running in a yard as a kid. You couldn't sit in the chair and not hurt your lungs. Is that true? Just for breathing yeah. in. It was horrible. Choking smog. Don't you I, remember when from you New moved here? So you couldn't see? I don't know what year when you moved here. Come I, didn't, I didn't come to live until 2005. Oh, oh then it was cleaned up by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah literally when 50, I moved 50s, 60s, here. 70s, 80s, 90s yeah. still. Couldn't see. To get I mean, better. I remember coming to visit and you could see it when you flew in. You could just yeah. see yeah. it. We still have smog, but it's a fraction, fraction of what it used to be. Unfortunately, this summer was the worst in 20 years. Is that true? It started to backslide, but that's true. In certain areas and with certain pollutants, not all the pollutants, it's no. just, um, but not that any of it's good, but we do have some work to do because there's a lot of shipping that comes through LA, the port of LA yeah. and the port mm -hmm. of Long Beach, which the two biggest ports where most of the goods from Asia come to America. So they're not only come in in big diesel ships, but the diesel ships, some of them keep their engines going while they're in port. Is that so? Some yeah. of them plug in and they've found ways to cut down that. A lot of the port equipment runs on dirty fuels, a lot of the trucks sitting there idling, waiting for them to put the containers, you know, on mm -hmm. the truck, so mm -hmm. there's containers from the container ship and distribution centers. So there's reasons for a lot of smog that have nothing to do with cars anymore. They have to do with trucks and uh, airports and uh, ports have to have more to do with it. So you walk your talk, both of you, and you built this house with that in mind, but you also, you, you drive fuel-efficient car, you... Electric. I got an electric, electric car. car. I've had an electric car since 1970, believe it or not. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah, even get in. Actually, in like, weren't you the first one to like drive an electric car? Actually, I think I read no, that somewhere. No, they had no. them many years ago. Henry Ford's wife much preferred her <laughs> Baker Electric to his noisy car. Is that true? They're around 19. So you've had an electric car since the 70s. Yeah, I, but I quit on them for a while because they didn't go very far, very I fast. I was going to say, so how do you if, you... if you're driving across L.A., don't you have a problem? No, not driving across LA, it was driving cross country and driving to oh. Ojai when I lived in Ojai. So then I had a Datsun B210 Plus and I had a Volvo for some years there in the 80s. But then I went back to it in 1989. I stopped buying gasoline at the pump. I just started it's going around. buying this bike. I rode okay, my so bike. And I know about that too. So going around LA in a bike is a whole nother challenge. Yeah, yeah bike and bus and all of that. And I had a very simple electric car I paid very little for and I took that around LA. That was limited range, but then I got a car with better range. So like how far can you go now with your 87 miles. So that's still prohibitive. Kind Not of really. Does. Where are you going beyond that? Well, if you go, let's say you go out to dinner in, in Santa Monica and you've got... That's 17 miles away. Is that all? That's all. So okay. it's 35 miles What about if you go to Malibu? That's 35 you miles. Plan. You can do it. It's a plan. So you have to be able to plug in when you get there. To have the comfort level that she likes, you'd I have like to comfort. plug in a Malibu. So perfect, very good question apropos of what we have in our house and in yes. our garage. Uh -huh. I could have made it there and back, but I would have been in eco mode and she was nervous about it. So we took her car, which is a Chevy Volt, mm -hmm. which we got there and back nearly all on electric, just a few miles. It switched over to gasoline and she wasn't nervous. So it has limited, it won't go 85 miles like my car, 87 right. miles, to go 58 miles, but we went most of the trip on pure electric, charged by the solar on our rooftop, and maybe five miles was it was on yeah. gasoline. So, so tell us what, what makes this house green. What, are the, what, what, what elements, first of all, I love your Begley soap, by the way, they have mm -hmm. their own products. Where can, where can we buy your... your Gelson's and online. Go to Begley'sBest.com. Love it. It's wonderful soap. Okay. So, so what about this house? What makes this house The number one thing, and you get the most lead points for, it, for, the, mm -hmm. for this, and lead, by the way, is leadership uh, in environment, leadership in energy and environmental design, L-E-E-D. That's the points you get, like, it's like miles per gallon for a car, right. but for a house lead points or gives you the rating of the house, how green it is. The most points you get are for what they call the envelope of the house. 
how thick are the walls, and how good is the insulation, and do you have passive solar design? That is to say, this is south here. You may notice there's glass all along this side of the house. So the sun, now that it's near the winter solstice, is coming in, heating up the floor, heating up the whole room. And are you warm? Like, were you warm last night? Because I was freezing Warm as toast. We were both really? warm as toast. Wow. Great insulation. The heat doesn't dissipate. There's four separate HVAC units uh, that have a high, what they call a SEER rating. That's also like miles per gallon, but for an mm -hmm. HVAC unit, that's a SEER rating of, of 20. So that's very efficient. So you don't have to heat up the whole house, just different areas where people want oh, a different oh, temperature. Oh, oh, oh. Dwayne and I don't have the same taste. We don't have much of anything in common, do we? So you can keep you can keep where yours hanging yeah. out one exactly. temperature. Exactly. My man cave can be one temperature, the bedroom Freezing. can be another. Yeah. Hayden's room can be another, you know. She's pretty all temperature too. Fascinating. Okay, and so what else? What about what else? What about the materials? So the materials that we you can't, you know, they uh, this like floor. your couch, you were you pointing out that your non-toxic material, non-toxic paint. Yeah, it's, it's an organic cotton. Organic cotton, not the mm -hmm. softest fabric. No formaldehyde on the floor. Is no uh, formaldehyde. This is a recycled floor from a barn. Yeah, this it's is old barns and buildings. Oak. The oak is all recycled. Certified oak. wood. Everything. There all is the uh, certified wood in the windows. The house is built out of steel instead of built out of wood. So wow. steel is 65% uh, post-consumer recycled. Nine kilowatts of solar. Two big four by ten solar hot water panels, separate from solar electric. A big photovoltaic system, as I set up on the roof to the tune of nine kilowatts. And behind that photovoltaic is a system of black tubing that will heat the pool. So you get a twofer. You get the solar electric are sending heat from the back of the panel down to the pool. To and heat is up. the pool warm? It's not, not right warm now. this time of year. You don't get. Uh, December, January, February, but you get March through November, nice and warm. And we have gray water system. Gray water system, a 10,000 gallon rainwater tank, Lutron lighting controls. And so is your water all... Um, it's a whole house water filter system too. Life so source, highly filtered and... Life and sources are... Life source, mm -hmm. water filter system, so when you're taking a shower, the water is very clean. Mm -hmm. Pulls the chlorine and the particulate matter and everything. And which is why you guys both kind right. of glow and yes. so well, looking so damn good, looking so damn fine. That's what happens when you live clean and green. Live clean and green. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very impressive that um, you live what you speak. Uh, it's it's not a common thing, especially in LA. So it's very lovely well, to, to find. I think it's becoming more norm than I mean than it used to be. I mean, some you know Ed always says if if we don't do it, who will? You know, he's got to sort of set the price. So why do we always have to be the ones pioneering this stuff? You know, but but now we get to reap the benefit because yeah. the bills are very low for the house. You know, we've got two cars here charging. We use a little bit of DW power, mm -hmm. DWP power, but only at night when it's very cheap and environmentally sound to use it at night. Really? We have a Tesla power wall that buffers the use of power during the peak periods. If we're not making enough solar, the battery kicks in and keeps the uh, usage down from 1 to 5 p.m. when power is the most environmentally expensive and dollars and cents expensive. Wow. So the bills are low. Natural gas, water, electric are all low. Keep in mind we're not just running this house and heating a pool. We are also charging two vehicles, not one anymore. She's got an electric car now, too, with that Chevy Volt. She's rarely using gasoline with it. Yeah, I never rare, go rare. to the gas station. A couple times a year, she's going to get gas. Mm -hmm. really? I hate the gas station. And she not only is it something to hate, the price of gasoline is insane. I know. So So we get to reap the benefits. We grow a lot of our food here. We make our compost here. Okay, so let's talk about that. So what are you growing back there? Right now, i got some delicious lettuce. i got some beets that are too small to pick, but i got some little beets. i got spinach. I've got uh, onions, I've got carrots, I've got all kinds of stuff. It's and my you're winter garden. I primarily just, vegan. I am. So you're eating your your. Do you have to supplement from the store? What, what you yeah, eat? I go to Whole Foods yeah. and buy some food, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. I also got a lot of stuff that's always coming from the the yard. And are, are you are you the green thumb? I do yeah, the gardening, <laughs> but she does the house plants. She likes the house. Yeah, plants. I like house plants. I like things that look good. He likes things that are useful, I suppose. That's what it boils down. <laughs> you're lo you look good and you're useful. Huh? You Honey. Oh, look. You see how nice I can be? Look how nice you can be. Take note. Okay, so let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about the, the careers for a minute and, and uh, what you've did, done separately aside from what you've done together. So, Rochelle, how did, how did, you, get into the, how did you get into the old business of show? 
You know, I, I guess I, I always wanted to do it since I was like four years old, and I just. Do you remember planned. what sparked that? Uh, no, I don't. I remember, four, like my mom says, I was four, and that just seems right. And I was always in school plays, and then I knew that I was gonna get out of Atlanta, Georgia. Even though Atlanta, Georgia is a wonderful place, and I would go back in a heartbeat, maybe sooner than later. Um, she but, had plans. No. <laughs> You're taking a phone call there, Ed? <laughs> I wanted to see if anybody was uh, following you. No, they, no one cares. Um, you voted on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's on Twitter. It's, tw you see, retweet. she wants me to do it. I retweet, Ed, retweet. Okay. Right. It's on see? there. You don't, don't know about this social media. I don't, media. I don't yeah, know. I put it, you have to retweet it. I have exactly. it on there. So oh, I know, because we're talking about my career, he's upstage me again. Oh, <laughs> Thank sorry. you. All right, wait. Can I get so, a couple of special please? So Rochelle, somebody told me somebody told me today about your voice. Now I know you sing the Golden Golden Bridge Choir. Yes, I do. But somebody said Rochelle has a fabulous voice. Uh, Nancy Daly, I think it was. Oh Nancy, so, I love you. She's my voice teacher. Thank you, Nancy. Oh, no, so no. so so did you start singing? How did it start? What did you no, start? no, I, I started, I always wanted to act. So I went to a performing arts school called Northside School of Performing Arts in Atlanta and I was in the musical theater department, not because I was such a great singer, but because I knew it was my weakness and I knew and that's where I needed to ah. focus. But then I went to school in England and then I- Wait, was, wait, wait, what? I went to boarding school in England for a couple of years. Okay. And did plays. I came with her as yeah. an interpreter. <laughs> what? wish yeah so then I went back to Atlanta and mm -hmm. went mm, not no okay not exactly then I moved town. yeah then I moved to New York when I was 18 and went to school and then started working you know and then what, what was your first professional gig exotic dancing <laughs> old answer old answer yeah. I wish that would have been money what, what, what was your um, No, I think I was on Another World on that soap opera. <gasps> I love that. World. Yes, yeah. I used to watch Another World. And then I started doing theater, and I was at Williamstown Theater Festival as a young actress. I was there a couple of seasons, and then I moved to L.A. Um, on a two-week vacation that ended up <laughs> a few years later. I'm still here. Although I moved back to New York, moved to Toronto, came back. But the bottom line is, um, so when what I... What was the first big break? Was it? Meeting me. No, not. <laughs> I think he actually stalled my career. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've sabotaged Okay, so I did a show. I was in a theater over in Theater West, a theater East over at Jerry's Deli in the Valley. And it was actually a really cool place because mm -hmm. there was tons of, you know, Tom Patchett, who created Alf, who had created Buffalo Bill, and all these really interesting I love people. Buffalo Bill. Great I know. Show. Wasn't that a great Oh, my God. Show. Was and you have. Personal experience with Dabney, which we'll talk about. My dear friend. Yeah. Oh. But I, but I ended up doing a something, and Tom wrote a part for me on a show called Washington, which was a great show. I don't um, know that show. It was on Showtime before. Uh -huh. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Showtime was just starting, I think. Yeah, so, VHS tape of that, don't you, honey? <laughs> you, you have some wax film. Anyway, there, that was my. Wire that tape. was how I got into the union. So someone wrote me a role. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, so then what? And then I, you know, I got, I auditioned and worked, and I was on Falcon Crest for yes, yes, yes. that was a big deal. Yeah, there was a few, you know, it was, uh, it was a little bit of a run there, and I think that's around the time I met you. Everything stopped. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, you still let's that. get your real outlook at NYPD Blue and Hounded oh. and all the things that Hounded, I did. I got you that job. Okay, whatever. <laughs> We're in it together, yes. No, I did, but... There's a nice bit of fantasy. So, so, okay, so Hayden is how old? Hayden's 19. So 19. So were you still doing show the business of show after you... Yeah. Like, all the way through? You never stopped? Well, I mean, as much as I could, yeah. <laughs> as much as anyone would love me. Hayden, by the way... Uh, their daughter has the most extraordinary voice. Yeah, she's. I had no great. idea. I watched yeah. a video on Facebook. She's a great singer. She's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle has a lovely voice. Yeah. I, well, this is what I heard, yeah. and I didn't know Hayden's about this. Hayden's a singer-songwriter. And is is she pursuing that? Is that? Um, she's more of a writer now. I mean, I think she's she would. I think she's, she's going to be able to break, do it all. Yeah, she's taking a break from writing songs. She's writing scripts. Yeah, nice. Like, what? What? What's her genre? Well, she right wrote now. a pilot right now. Yeah, a pilot. Comedy. Mm, dramedy. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I bet it is. Anyone yeah, want to produce it out there? Because it's up for, <laughs> you can see it and we can send it to you. No, it's really good. And so, she's okay. 19 and she's very smart. And a break from the music. So does she play out in LA? Did she play out in LA? A little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit. I think that that's really writing is her thing. 
Oh. I mean, she started acting a little bit. And she does. She'll go out on auditions and stuff. And but you know, when she wasn't booking like in the first week, she goes, "Oh, screw this!" <laughs> and then she wrote herself a, a, a role and a and a series. That's yeah, the way, that's the way it's done these days. I think that's the way it's done. That's the way it's done. Yeah. So, so and I'm in it. If it gets if it gets made, I play the mother. Okay, not if. Have it's, you told it? Uh, she knows <laughs> the deal. I want to make it's, sure she's aware. It's when. It's when. when. We have to. We have to affirm in the positive. Yeah. yeah that, exactly. that we know that's going to happen. Exactly. So, all right, Mr. Ed. So, so you come. Oh from this, God! You come from, from the show. From the From the showbiz family. <laughs> so your dad is this incredible actor. Yeah. What, how does the how does the bug hit you? When do you know that's what you want to do? I think I would have been a plumber if my dad was a plumber. I think I'd be fitting pipe if my dad was in that line of work. I just wanted to do what my dad did. I really did. So you had a good relationship mm -hmm. with your father. Yeah. Um, and so when, how old were you when it did start for you? <clears throat> I learned a joke or two, and I used to tell them in rooms full of adults. I don't think I even got the joke, but I would say these words <laughs> in a particular order, and the adults would laugh like crazy, so when I like this... So what do you want to be? I would say a comedian. What do you want to be? I want to be an actor. Because I then started to hear the term actor. Mm -hmm. My dad did that. I wanted to do that. Did you ever go on set and see your dad? Oh, I went on set quite regularly with did him. Did you really? So I got the bug there. Sometimes when you go on the road with a show, Look Homeward Angel and Advise mm -hmm. the Consent, these Broadway shows, they would open in Boston or Washington, D.C. or New Haven. I'd go with them and take the train there and then you know, watch the show a bit and pick up the playbills afterwards mm -hmm. and the ones that went too creased, put them back in the pile and I just kind of... You were conserving when you were a little kid? I was. I just wanted to be around showbiz, backstage, on stage, in the audience. When did you When did you know you were funny? Like, because you are... You're very kind. I, I don't know. I just, I started doing stand-up back in the late 60s. I had a partner, Michael Richards, who played Kramer on Seinfeld. The I did Michael. not know this. We had a comedy duo. We met at Valley College and we had a duo and we Who was the straight man of the two of you? I was pretty much the straight man. There was a big problem with the act though. He was so goddamn funny back then as he is now. <laughs> I just couldn't, I'd be like turning upstage and rocking with laughter then try to get back into character and turn back to the audience. How did you and Michael funny. meet? We met at college. We were both in a play called, a play you know I'm sure, called Summer in Smoke, the Tennessee yeah. Williams play. Mm -hmm. Not very funny. No, no. But he was very good at it. So you were also a dramatic actor. I did and a bit of that. And you are still. Yeah. I mean, you can occasionally do that. You definitely cross that line. Do you have? Do you have favorites? Uh, you know, I, I was going through the list. I was talking this man with my daughter, who's mm -hmm. a musician and actress, and um, I, we were going through the list of your of your credits, and it was amazing how many of them she has seen because you cross generations, you cross genres, and all of that. How about all those Christopher Guest? Things. Nothing more fun than that, and nothing easier to do in a way because you don't have to learn lines. You just mm -hmm. Chris and Eugene Levy or Chris and Jim Pittock do all the work. They write the treatment. You just you know go on stage, go on set, and you know. Do you have improv? improv do you have improv background? Did you study? I didn't study. Uh, I did a bit of improv. Occasionally, the Groundlings would have a guest. You know, right. artist come, and I used to do that with them occasionally. But I should have trained. Mm -hmm. I should do it now and yeah, learn how to do it properly. <laughs> and so, Ed, you go back to, I, we were just uh, two weeks ago in Norman Lear's office. And for me, everybody goes to All in the Family immediately. But for right. me, it was Mary Harmon, Mary Hartman, always from the Great show. Way. So I know you from, well, I don't know you, but I, I knew you. You didn't know me. But... Mary Hartman. I played the deaf mute. Oh my God! So, so what was that? Now you're playing what, what, it again, aren't you? I know. It so what was, what, that had to be very early in your career because that was in this. That was in the seventies. That was a long time ago. Yeah, seventy-five. So was that? What was that set like? It was fantastic. Louise Lasser was at the top of her game, and mm -hmm. Norman was great, and Dennis Klein was a writer on it, and Mary Kay Place. I met Mary oh, Kay there, she was who I love. Yeah. Bill Bruns and uh, and Dabney. Dabney Coleman wound up being on a few years later, and then Fernwood Tonight. I mean, forever Fernwood, and then Fernwood Tonight. Fernwood Tonight, the beginning of all of that stuff about making fun of talk show, the funniest show that yeah. I mean, and, and Fred. So good. How, have you guys seen Fred? I we just saw him last yesterday. Night. How is he? Fantastic. He's good. He looks great. I'm I mean, so glad it's to hear a tough that. year yeah. for him, but yeah. Yeah, tough year. But that he lost that, his Fern, wife. Fernwood Tonight may be the the funniest thing that ever Great happened. Oh, my classic, God. classic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Martin Mull, I just worked with Martin Mull on The Cool Kids. It's a wonderful show with David, David Allen Greer, Vicki Lawrence, uh, 
Leslie Jones. Uh, not not, a, not What's his name? Leslie. Leslie. It's Leslie. Not Leslie. Oh boy. Leslie. Not I'm Leslie Howard. No, no. <laughs> I know. It's Leslie. Oh, someone tell us. But All right, wait. What am I? What am Nikki I looking Lawrence, for? Look up the cool kids. Yeah, okay. Leslie. Um, I'm looking up the cool but not kids. Leslie the cool kids. David Allen Greer, Vicki Lawrence. Love everybody you're, you're mentioning so far. It's a great show. Martin Mull. But wait, did you just shoot this? Or is it on yet? What's going on? The cool kids. Is it on? It's on. It's on wait, Fox. It's on. Oh, see, I don't even watch terrestrial TV anymore. Well, he's like. a Modern Family. Ed did a Modern Family. Story. That's right. Great the show. Cool Kids, is this yeah. it? Cool yeah, kids. okay. Leslie Jordan. Jordan. I oh, I love Leslie I love Jordan. Jordan. My I, I love Leslie what Jordan. To my age. He, he did Women Who Write years ago. He's a little he's doll, stuff. that guy. Oh, he's so, so funny. funny. He was so from, uh, uh, most people might know him from Will and Grace. He played yeah. uh, Megan Mullally's uh, Boss something. or something at the beginning. Yeah. yeah the, the Nemesis or something. Yeah, he's, he's very hysterical. funny. Yeah. Very funny. Um, uh, and so what's the cool kids? I have to look for that. It's a retirement home that has, staying there, Vicki Lawrence, Martin Mull. Leslie Jordan, David Allen Greer, and they're all friends, and uh, they're the cool kids. You know, that's the the um, the idea that Norman had. Um, he did a pilot with um, uh, he and Peter, Peter Tolan wrote the pilot, and guess who died? It's called Guess Who Died. Right, 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 and and it was about a, a, a was retirement community, and it was Holland Taylor, and. Um, I'm trying to think of who the uh, and and it didn't get picked up and and this has been Norman's uh -oh. dream project forever because it focuses on seniors which is so it sounds like cool kids does yeah, yeah. sounds very much well like we are it. getting older <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like the seniors in in the one in the cool kids might be younger than the seniors they used in guess who died but it's TV of course they're younger <laughs> well no Norman's was for TV I know but didn't yeah. get picked well, up did it <laughs> yeah but they they had to go younger David Allen yeah, Greer he's not a senior is he. No. No, no, but they, uh, but they, they gray them uh, up. Gray stuff. Yeah, but see, they age the people, yeah, when they use the real older people. Hector Elizondo, I think, was in it with Holland I Taylor. I love Hector. Right? Hector's yeah. great and everything. So, okay, so so you did that. What, what else you got going on now? Because you've always got, like, so I just many did uh, Young Sheldon. I did a pilot uh, for Fox that now, because of the merger, I believe, it'll be a an ABC show. You know, ABC Disney has now, I they did own not know Fox. That. Oh, and wow. it's called... Uh, Bless This Mess, it's with the great Lake Bell mm -hmm. and Liz Merriweather. They wrote it, Lake directed it. Wow. And uh, Jack Shepard is in it. Pam Greer plays my uh, love interest in it. It's that's fun. Oh, that's saucy. Awesome. Yeah, that she great? Would, yeah. That's pretty She would go man. for him. <laughs> I know. It is kind of <laughs> a fantasy. So, so, Ed, so. Uh, you, uh, you have so many things that are iconic, Spinal Tap. So what, what was Spinal Tap like? That had to be insane to work on that. Did you guys have any idea that that was going to be what it became? I can promise you we didn't because what I shot yeah. was done as part of a promotional video to try to get funding to do the movie. It wasn't, it's not like we're doing a movie. It was completely done for free just as a that. promotional video. And it's supposed to look like kind of a... You know, how, how much of it? All those songs, all the songs that where I was playing the drums, all that stuff with Danny Kirchner. All of that? All of that was shot as part of a promotional video. But then, since it's supposed to look kind of you know, wonky too, video-wise, right. like an old kinescope, they went, we're gonna actually do the movie now. Can we talk to your agent, work out a deal? It'll just be sag scale, but to have you, uh, you let us use that footage in the movie now. I went, sure, of course, where do I sign? So, so how did you, uh, how did your relationship, excuse me, with Christopher Guest start? Because you Started went on to do a mighty wind. Yeah, I met him through his sister Alyssa. I was a big fan of his from the Radio Dinner album, the National Lampoon. Radio Dinner album is clearly a brilliant, brilliant guy, mm -hmm. Chris Guest. So I got to know him a bit, and then I spent more time with him uh, because of his friendship with Bruno Kirby. Oh. And then he did a video series back in the very early 90s, uh, very early 80s, mm -hmm. 1980, uh, this thing for Showtime, and I was part of that. I did some work for him on that. And so then when they did Spinal Tap, they had me be part of that. And then I wasn't in um, uh, the first wonderful Waiting for Guffman film, but then after that he said- A mighty win for your consideration. Best in Show. Best in Best Show was show. the one where Best in Show was the first- Yeah, the first one. one that he was one in. That I was in. Mm -hmm. The first one is um, uh, waiting, waiting for, for government. Yeah. Then after that comes ridiculous. Best in Show, and mm -hmm. I was in that. Then I was in A Mighty Wind, and I was in 
for your consideration and uh, mascots and uh, he had a series called Family Tree, I was in that. So I'm very, very lucky to know and work with Chris Guest. So is that like going home when you guys are all together because it's totally. an ensemble? And yeah, you're working with Bob Balaban and Fred Willard, you know, Michael McKean and I Catherine O'Hara, I just Eugene met Catherine O'Hara. I, uh, I saw Yes, you were there and I, and I, I like Where jumped, I like jumped at her at the, at the, um, at the Roma. At the Roma. You left before the party. Ed doesn't yeah. want. To, Ed, Ed goes not, to parties and he leaves really fast. Yeah, he's not much of a party. <laughs> I didn't go to the party. Oh you no, didn't I didn't go to the party. party. It, was the, it was at the, the um, Chateau. Chateau Montmartre. It was. It was a pretty wonderful. party. I know. I saw. And you said, oh, I like, "Can I meet?" I said, oh, I don't. You know. Yeah. I, I just went over and introduced myself. And then and later, she, I saw that you were in pictures with. Her. I said, "That Vicky." You she, know. Well, you know, I, I didn't even. I didn't even ask her to be on the show or anything. I was just so in awe of meeting her. Because I'm such a fan of my kids. Yeah, she's great. Um, she's the greatest. Um, what is um, Shit's Creek? My kids yeah. know every line of Shit's Creek. Really? They, and I'm someone's telling, just called. Yeah, me. you're getting a phone call in. <laughs> so, let's see if it's a viewer. Yeah, so let's it's see a, if it's what? a viewer. All right, let's see if we have any no, questions. Richard Noble. Um, two of the films I'm attached to are looking for funding. Oh, they need funding for their for we their daughters funding. thing. Get out of here. Um, hi, Nick Guzman is on. Hi, Nick. Christina's son is watching Dan. Van Board is watching. Hi, Don. I said Dan. Penny. Hi, Penny. Matt to Matt. Know him for years. Pete. Snuffy. Pam. Hi, Gregory. So anyway, I, I don't know if people are asking questions. I'm not looking what are at they your... Asking? Um, I don't know what they're asking. There's my friend, Catherine. What is she saying? What say? is she you? saying? You both are so much fun to watch. Oh, oh Catherine. Oh, look how nice I'll that you is. Later. I met Ed about 10 years ago at the Chicago Houseware Show. Really? He walked faster there. than anyone I have ever seen. <laughs> I used to like a walk gazelle. Fast. I can't anymore. A friendly, that's John Mayers. He's, he met you there. Theater East, Peg. She knows you from oh, Theater yeah. East. Hi, John, Peg. by the way. Hi, John. Um, yeah. Catherine says you're a fabulous actress. Yes, she is. Rochelle and I were co-stars. That's Not right. One that's of us right. were stars, but we were co-something we on um, Henry Jaggers, the N word. Yes. And you did a wonderful scene in that. And you did too. Thank that you. one in the with Michael. Michael. Yeah, Michael and Purioli. I got a little one-on-one -on -one action yeah. with. That was really fun. Yeah. That and we didn't get to go. Henry Jaggers has like an extraordinary New Year's Eve party every year that we um, have been to many times, and he didn't have it this year, mm -hmm. and it was crushing for me. My New Year's was totally ruined. <laughs> Well, we won't I thought get he into had it and he didn't invite you. That's right. I thought he had it and didn't invite me. And I was I wrote him and I was like, Henry. And then it turned out they were traveling and they didn't have it. Yeah. But he said, Why didn't you get the the, the note that said we weren't having it? And, and yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so he sent it to me on New Year's Eve. That's nice. So that I should see it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so more stuff. So so um St. Elsewhere. So what what what, what best job I've ever had. Okay, so how did how did that happen for you? That was a... Uh, an interview that I went up for. I was ready to move to Atlanta of all places. I Ironic. I wanted to get out of LA because I had at that point been an actor 15 years. It wasn't really making the headway I thought I should have after a decade and a half. So wait, what were what your are first, you saying? What, were your what first are you saying years? about that to me? I'm what saying, are you saying that, that, I, that I should get out. <laughs> not remotely, no, honey. No. I'm just saying after a decade and a half, I wanted to shake it up and do something different. I wanted to go to Atlanta, try to be a big fish in a small pond, yeah. try to be like the local weatherman and get a talk show going in Atlanta station. Seriously, was this Atlanta? It was a fairly sound plan, really, because I know all the rock musicians that would come through town to play an arena or a club. Like who? I just, I opened for a million rock musicians. Poco, like, Dave Mason. Poco, Dave Mason, oh. Loggins and Messina. Oh, wow. Uh, so you opened, you opened for them doing stand-up? I did that for years. So my plan in 1982 mm -hmm. was, after 15 years of being in the business, not really making any sort of name for myself, I was a day player kind of a guy. I went, honey, let's move to Atlanta. We'll sell the house here, and we'll move there, and I'll try to be a big This was fisherman. a different honey. This is a different honey. This, this is, is my first wife. Yeah. And so, ring, the phone rings. Literally, as we're talking about that, it's my agent. Hi. What do you mean? What, what words are you using? What is a saint elsewhere? What does that even mean? Stop. So before you so got to Atlanta, you get this call I for get a call <gasps> to audition for. I go on an audition for the part of Dr. Peter White, played by Terrence Knox. Didn't get it. Was crestfallen. They threw me a bone. It was like, okay, I'll just be in one episode, I guess, playing Dr. Ehrlich. That became one of the lead characters in the show. So, Terrence Knox, they killed in the second So, so it happened because they liked what you were doing and they just kept making your part bigger exactly. and bigger? Exactly. After three episodes, they liked the... Bill Daniels, Ed Begley, kind of a, you know, Mutt and Jeff routine, because he's shorter than I, and so he's constantly It's hard not to be shorter than you, yeah. Ed. And so How tall they, are you? 
tall drink of water. And they really, really liked writing for his character and by extension mine. So I kind of wrote on Bill Daniels' coattails right into successful career. You did pretty good on your own. So, so St. Asper changed, changed your life. After you do a show like that, you're kind of guaranteed work the rest of your life. That's not true for a lot of people. That's true for, you work more than most people work. Let me at. finish though. Okay. Not guaranteed work in TV and films, and I'm not being clever or trying okay. to be funny. Guaranteed work doing dinner theater or something. Guaranteed work acting. You're okay. guaranteed unless you run into a bus full of nuns or what have you, <laughs> high on heroin. If you don't screw up in any major way, you are guaranteed work the rest of your life if you're gonna show like Hill Street or St. Elsewhere. That's a really good point. You are. And if if they had well, dinner theater out there anymore, then yeah, they they do. Do. I started in dinner theater. Do they have dinner theaters? Anymore? I don't know. They do actually. It would be I fun. To, we I should bring Florida. back dinner. dinner I, think, I think in Florida they still yeah. have dinner theater. But then if you get really there. lucky, like I did yes. after St. Elsewhere, got this part and that, and Chris Guest, you know, basically bailed me out of movie jail. The whole '90s, I worked. And a few movies, but very few. I did, you did some, some great. We did an okay. accidental tourist. Yeah, no, that was in the eighties. Oh, so wait, when the nineties I did. Oh, the nineties I did the only Batman Forever. I worked one week on Batman Forever. Yeah, Greedy. I worked six weeks on Greedy. No, five weeks on Greedy. Our beloved Penny's movie, uh, Renaissance Man. Oh, that I worked was a, like three days oh, on okay. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the whole decade of the nineties. Right. We just said it there. Five days, three days. Really? And. Uh, but, you're, but, you're still, but you're still doing a lot of TV. I did some TV, yeah. but I was, I'm saying Chris Guest got me out of movie jail. Oh. He bailed me out of movie jail and put me in Best in Show. From then on, I've been working in films as well. It's because of Chris. Is that true? It's totally true. The facts don't belie it. Chris, where are you? Yeah. yeah. People, um, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is my doppelganger. People tell me I look like Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't really see that Maybe. either, but, um, but I get that. Yeah. My father used to tell me that. Really? I yeah, I don't know. It's see weird. It? I, don't, I, don't I can know. see it. This one photograph of me that I look mm. like her. I, I, I wish I could have her bo that body that she... Mm, she's got a good one. Wow. Mm -hmm. She's a very attractive lady. She's so are you. Woman. Thank you. So, so, so what's... Um, you guys have had a couple shows together. Mm -hmm. um, the mm -hmm. last one being Bagley-esque. If you had your dream, your druthers... Yeah. We never your do high, that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Your high, your highest dream, if you could create art for the two of you, what would it be? Quick, go. When you say dream, do you mean nightmare? <laughs> I know you're saying the word dream, but I'm just curious. Maybe you're being ironic. I'm not being ironic. No, we, uh, all kidding aside, if yeah. we would do another show like Living with Ed. We yeah. had a great time. We had a great time. And uh, I enjoyed good. working with her. I give you yeah, a hard time, but I love fun. you. And we had a It was infotainment. And yeah, you know, the environment, by the way, hasn't been out. fixed. It's actually, we're in dire straits. So we really do need more infotainment in regards to I the I love the way you're calling it infotainment. Um, right. A Melody Chartoff coined for me a few weeks ago, edutainment. That edutainment. my show is edutainment. Yeah, okay. But yours Tell is Melody I said hi. I love her. She's lo you can tell her. I bet she's she's probably watching. Well, she's watching. Well. She but but so yes, I mean, oh, don't you want uh, other than scripted? And listen, if we had a scripted show that we could do, and it was a comedy, and they paid us lots of money. Thank God we're counting on this one. ABC maybe it'll go for you know forever. The cool kids. Well, no, no. Oh, uh, bless oh, this mess. Bless this mess. What, what's your character on that? I play the wacky guy that lives in the barn. It's so hard. Don't you it's see it? It's so hard to imagine you as a wacky guy who lives in the barn. No, not at all. I can picture it. He lives Believe in me. a barn. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, okay, so, so infotainment. Right. So you'd focus on the environment, but you'd be also funny. They would be well, funny. Well, yeah, because uh, it's just, it, yeah, because it That's is. That's who you are. We are. Yeah. yeah so I mean, people want to entertainment. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hit people over the head with just dry facts all the time. You've got to have yeah. some hook to get them into the tent. And with Living With Ed and many other people have done in many ways, you get them to hear your message by engaging them in some way. Okay, so through humor, it's easier to get people mm -hmm. to... How, how, how easy or difficult is it to impact people to make a change in their lives? Because you, you both work... What's really? so interesting <laughs> is people, hard. I think, have been overwhelmed for years by the problems, and now mm -hmm. you tell them there are solutions, there's ways you can solve that. Now they're kind of overwhelmed by the solutions. You know, so what like, is what, what do a I simple do first? right? So what what Ed? Perfect. 
So for us out there who haven't begun to do these things, what are simple ways in for us to, to help? I'll give you a list. Okay. And the truth is people regularly say, I can't afford a Nissan Leaf like you have. I can't afford nine mm -hmm. kilowatts of solar, this fancy Leaf Platinum mm -hmm. home. I say to them the absolute truth, which is neither could I when I started. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the money to do anything like that. I did the simple, cheap and easy stuff back in 1970 that I could afford. So what'd you do? What I did then was a list, and I'll give you that list, and I'll tell you what you can do today. There's okay. two different lists because okay. the technology has changed. Right. Back in 1970, I started recycling, started riding my bike, started taking public transportation, became all a vegetarian, yeah. composting, you know, home gardening, did all the cheap and easy stuff I could, I could do. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, you can buy energy-efficient light bulbs, LEDs. Mm -hmm. You can buy an energy-saving thermostat. You can put weather stripping up very easily around your doors and windows. The adhesive now, you can just put it on very easily. You can take public transportation. It's more available in a city like LA than it used to be. Mm -hmm. There's lots of more bike paths. You can ride your bike more safely and easily. Do um, you have these lists anywhere online that people can Oh yeah, can we know? have them at Bagley So where do Living. people go, Bagley Living? You'll never remember that. They probably won't remember that, but just go to edbegley.com. No, takes... go to beglyliving.com. Begley Living. So, and, and on Begley Living, uh, you may have I say something? Yes. Am I permitted to speak? <laughs> if, you, if you put in edbegley.com, it takes you to Begley Oh, Living. okay. All right, good. Good to know. Okay, so that, so, and there are also products. There's, there's soap. What else, what else yeah, what we have products a whole, do you have? We have pet products. We have uh, cleaning, cleaning products. products. Yeah, they're all natural, uh, all non-toxic. The thing is, also is that you, we vote with our pocketbooks. So you have a choice where you put your money. So start investigating the companies that you invest in. I mean, look into, are they uh, non-toxic products? I mean, the first thing you can do, easy do, is go in your bathroom and in your kitchen and look under your sink and pick up a thing and look at the ingredients. And if there's more, there are a few things, if there's no, you know, if there's a, a list of the mile long of, of ingredients, it's probably more than likely full of toxins. Mm -hmm. So Most people out there protesting houses, waste site, yeah. and they should, we'll be there with them with the signs and the placards. The worst hazardous waste site is not near your home, it's in your home, yeah. it's mm -hmm. under your sink, as she's saying. Yeah. Hazardous waste, right in your right. kitchen. I'm going to stop this hazardous waste site, it's down the block from my home, my kids. In your house, and your bathroom sink, your kitchen sink, you have worse stuff right there. Don't buy it. Don't use it. Wow! Wow! Well, wait, wow! And if you don't think that it's affecting how, how you, is it, okay. How is it affecting? How is it affecting us? Well, Not you because okay. you don't have it. Well, what's I, it doing? I mean, I don't know about cancer, you, but how many people do you know have mm -hmm. cancer or autoimmune diseases or neurological Endocrine diseases? Endocrine disruptors, you know, I mean, there's a lot of it's problems. it's not Which that we're we... better diagnosing these things. It is on the rise. It, it's on, absolutely. Yes. And uh, I just want to say a word about um, Super Dave Osborne, about Bob Einstein. Oh, too. Bob Einstein. So, so, we said to his family, to Albert, to everybody, his family living there out in the desert, yeah. we just send you love and light. He's a great guy. I'm working on Curb on Friday. I know everybody's oh. going to be talking about him and thinking about him. A great guy, a great comedian, a wonderful guy. Bob Eisenstein. We miss you. Bob Einstein. Einstein. Yeah, I know it's hard to say. And his brother Albert Brooks, My Albert brother. Einstein. Yeah. Um, what, what, so I know that you've worked together. Is, on, oh, yeah. So on Curb, what, 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 have you worked together on other things? No, just on Curb. Curb. Mm -hmm. Pretty brilliant on Curb. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Funny. So what are you doing? Oh, I guess you can't talk about what you're doing on Curve. On no, they yeah. don't want you talking about that until it's aired. Um, that's yeah, that's pretty thrilling that you're gonna mm -hmm. be doing that again. That's good. Yeah, I'm it's glad. a great show. Larry David is just fantastic. It's pretty brilliant. Um, and we got uh, last year at the the last few years at the at Henry's party got to sit with David Steinberg, who's is he directing the one that you're doing this week? Not that I'm aware. I hope he is, but I don't know who. Does he direct a lot of the a lot of them? Yes, yeah. he does. He's the a last dear couple friend. years, he I has love a lot. Mm -hmm. Very, like the funniest. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so if you had, you were gonna, so you've been, you've given us some some suggestions of things we can do to to keep it, do on our own part, easy thing. Cheap and easy stuff. Yeah. Under the sink. Start under the sink. Start okay. under the sink. You know, make your house non toxic. Mm -hmm. Bike riding, if weather and fitness permit. Public transportation, if it's available near you. Home gardening, home composting. Weather stripping around the doors and windows, energy saving thermostat, energy efficient light bulb. Or do what I did, marry an environmentalist. <laughs>
Chief Rudy. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you don't want to do that. <laughs> Change your life. Oh, such a hard road for you. <laughs> so, so, and the career, the, the dreams, the highest dreams would be this this show that you could have together. Well, it's not the this, highest. This, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that's one thing. So I want, okay, so yeah. So tell, okay. us, so tell us what, because a lot of people are watching. Norman could be watching. We don't know. So, Rochelle, what do you want? What's your highest dream? Okay, my well, highest dream is to have an award-winning film that I win the award and that millions and millions upon millions of people see and love me shoot lower shoot okay so having said that that's something that could be conceivably doable swing um, to the fence with money but <laughs> it don't go too crazy other than that yes um i i'm out there now again starting to pitch a show about the environment about what we've done already basically you know well, um, it's been right. 10 years yeah and i think we should come back with a living with rochelle at this point so <laughs> living with that or some version I'd be, of I'd be living with rochelle and i'll yeah. guest occasionally yeah, no, you're like gonna never He's gonna like, oh, be I'm in sorry, it. I'm busy. Oh, no, he'll be in it, don't you worry. He'll be I'm there. I'm sorry, honey, my contract, they say I can't. I oh, no. To know. You have to I'll go through his agent. Don't worry. He'll show don't up. Don't like people. Oh, yeah. So you're pitching. So where, where yeah. what's the ideal platform, do you think? Well, the, I, I mean, you know, the gold standard is still television until, but it has, it's starting to shift. Like into what? Digital. Like what, what network is that, would, would this work on, do you think? I mean, no one would watch it on a network show. <laughs> <laughs> so where would they watch it? I don't know. We're, We're not ready for Netflix. I mean, you know, I, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of cable venues, but no one's watching cable either. Maybe, maybe Facebook. I was going to say Facebook Watch might be a really good Facebook place for it. Facebook might be the right Now, do you have a hard out at eight? How does that happen? Does it, do you? Do you no, but I, all right. So Ed does not like to go over and, and stretch. I like so I've been, very stretchy. I, I've been, so I've been watching. We're at eight o'clock. So we're going to wrap now. We're getting okay, close. Okay. No, we saw, Christine and I sometimes go an hour and a half to No, Norm and Leah, we were there for like two hours. We, Norman we, just kept like, talking yeah. and talking. <laughs> No, we, 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 but he, he told us when, no, Norman it's now has a little more to talk about no, than Nor me. He's done a little bit more than me. I don't know, Ed, you've done quite a lot. Portlandia, what about Portlandia? Was that fun for you? The best. Yeah? yeah. Fred and Carrie are just geniuses and they're so nice to everybody, the guests on the show. So nice to me, I love them very much. Well, what are some of your, fa we're gonna wrap soon, but what, what, like <laughs> favorite, favorite, favorite things that you, cause you've worked on a lot of amazing things. Do, do, can you point to like favorite people to work with, besides Christopher Guest? No, <laughs> besides his wife. Besides his wife. Besides my wife. Working with Jack Nicholson, working <gasps> with Meryl Streep, working <gasps> with Bob Hoskins, working <gasps> with John Lithgow, working with, uh, you know, just some of the best people in the business. Uh, Pale in comparison. Oh, okay, to so his what's, life. It, what's it like to work with Meryl Streep? Was that intimidating in any way? Yeah, she's a goddess. She's the most brilliant actress of our uh, time. She's just amazing. She's and how was fun. she with you? Very nice. Couldn't mm. have been funnier and more, or really? more charming. Really? Love that. Yeah, she's very, very sweet. She even watched Living with Ed. Oh. How do you know that? She told me. She said she liked the. Um, the countertops. Nice. No, she she told me specifics about it. I think her assistant told her about the countertops. <laughs> how about how about Jack? What's it like to work with Nicholson? He's great, a great, great actor, of course, a great man, a dear friend for many years. Been very nice to me. Put me in a movie called uh, Going South back in 1970. Uh, Going South is one of my favorite movies Mary of all. Oh first, my um, God, John Belushi. Is John Belushi, that Chris is, Lloyd. I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, very you guys, funny. Yeah, it's we a had a great movie. time doing. You know, it. I don't know if that. I don't know if that movie ever got its due. No, maybe you should um, bring it back. It should be brought back. It's. it's I, I don't think it it aged out. I don't mm -hmm. think there's anything in I there. Never, I haven't seen it in. 50 years, how long has it been? <laughs> it's it came out in 78. We okay. shot it in 77. 40 years. Really funny movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and so for Ed, for you, highest dream, is there anything that you haven't done that you aspire to I'm still? very happy just doing what I'm doing now, working on the shows I'm working on, working with the people I'm working on. If there's more than that, my God, it's an embarrassment of riches. I just. I'm just so blessed to still be working at age 69 and Don't working. say your age. <laughs> Why not? Oh, that's right. They, can, figure, they can go well, online and see you, it. If, if you look like this at 69, you can like shout it from the mountaintops. You're very kind. You can. You have some diffusion on your glasses or your lens or something. <laughs> I have no glasses. You guys are amazing. And, so are you. Thank you, Vicki. And, um... On a personal note, mm. so fun to hang out with always. Uh, always, always... 
because they do the No span- pressure, which is your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> now we'll talk because, later. I don't because, want to do that. Because it's it, because it's really sweet because they do the, they do this this I don't even know what Pine. to call it. They do. Yeah, they do this all the time, but there's so much love between the two of you and so much fun between the Actors two of you. Go ahead for the camera. <laughs> Just, uh, Pretend for uh, the camera. Oh, yeah. oh look yeah. at there. Sweetest. Anyway, I, I adore you both, and yeah. um, I'm, too, I'm so grateful. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me. Um, and we'll be playing ping pong at Paula Poundstone's on, right. on Saturday. Yeah. I'm gonna kick your edutainment. 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 This is edutainment. Edutainment. It's edutainment. So Felix Solis is an actor that I saw. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, with Candy Clark took me to the theater. It was fantastic. He's going to be on the show next week. I cannot wait. Wow. And um, and everybody, Happy New Year. We haven't even oh, said happy, happy, happy New Year. Year. Oh, my God. Happy New Year to everybody. 2019. Oh, 2019 is the year. It is? Okay. It's the year. It's going to be good. It's a rocking year. Yeah, I have a good feeling about it, yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for, for welcoming us to your home and for um, the vegan soup, which I'm going to yeah. eat now. Have some Did soup. you throw I'll it away? It I'm gonna no, go. he's going to go. All right, we'll see you next week. He's leaving. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. Bye Christina. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.